It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Tuesday morning to you. How are you doing? It was a good start, a good day for you. It is the Greg Pogue, John Burton Show. On location in the woods of Lamar Hill in Rutherford County, it is Greg Pogue. Patton Cook, I will explain in a minute. Patton Cook, uh, back in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. JB along in just a little while. Patton, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Greg. How are we doing? I'm doing well. Well, um, I'm thinking that... I'm closer to, if I drive to the radio station this morning and back here and then go to, I could be in Cookville by the time I do that and not mess with traffic. So I have the TSU radio equipment that I'll be using tonight on the broadcast, uh, 515 the pregame for the first of those two up at Tennessee Tech, TSU. And uh, here I am. I mean, sounds good, doesn't it? Sure does. Sounds like you're right across from me if I didn't know any better. But uh, yeah, and with the we had some snowfall last night, too, so uh, my drive-in was a little interesting this morning, but uh, we're here, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so what's going on? Anything? What's, what is new in the sports world there, Pat? And you're my uh, source these days. Uh, well, NBA is about all that's going on at the moment. You're still having this, the Super Bowl fallout and uh, the second-guessing of, of Kyle Shanahan, whether or not he should have took the ball or not, but... Other than uh, 49ers fans self-destructing and destroying TV still, I, it's, I think all is starting to get back to normal. What's up with that, the, the TV thing? I mean, is that <laughs> I mean, is that the thing now, like burning Apparently. couches? Yeah, or? well, yeah, TV prices, uh, they're, they're getting cheaper uh, by the day, and I guess they're just more disposable uh, these days. Couches are getting more expensive. The TVs are dropping, so they're all alternating to the, uh, to the flat screen. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just tear something up because uh, your team loses. That that just seems like it's a, a double indemnity uh, right. with that. Uh, so college basketball tonight, uh, what's what's on tap for tonight? Uh, I think um, is because uh, Tennessee's smarting a little bit, coming off that loss to Texas A&M. Yeah, looking at uh, the schedule, Kentucky uh, is at home begging for a victory against Ole Miss tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, it, looking at the Vanderbilt, of course. Yeah, 6 o'clock against ES, on ESPNU, yep. Texas A&M. Eight-and-a-half-point underdogs are, are the doors. Greg, I think they're playing better. Uh, not necessarily. We've seen the one win, uh, of course, uh, getting that one. But uh, starting to play better, but closing has always been an issue, I, I think, for Jerry Stackhouse in, in his time at Vanderbilt. But Players start to get a little more healthier as as the season's gone on. Isaiah West is getting a lot of minutes. The freshman point guard had a good pasture. Um, saw him play a couple times against uh, my uh, high school, my former high school, DCA. But playing better, still not great. The the apathy around the program is still there. So <laughs> not, not sure how far we want to dive into that. But, yeah, the doors play tonight. 
Yeah, uh, at home, Texas A&M, 6 a.m. on ESPNU, the other one, LSU at Florida, and then Ole Miss at Kentucky, 8 o'clock on ESPN. Tomorrow night, Tennessee Vols um, uh, coming off uh, that loss. And, you know, I don't think I'd make too much out of that one loss. Texas A&M was in a sort of getting into must-win territory for and a healthier Texas A&M team. They go to Arkansas. Now, there will be interesting to see how they bounce back because, you know, Arkansas – it's not maybe necessarily where they've been the last couple of years. However, they're still, you know, uh, at Bud Walton Arena would love nothing to knock off the Kentuckys and the Tennessees. Yeah, a lot of turmoil in that program, Greg. Arkansas, they've dropped uh, more SEC games they have this year than probably the past two or three combined. I, not There's some weird things going on with that program, but you're right, uh, kind of a sleeping giant at the moment, but... Really, top to bottom, the SEC, there's only one or two teams that are really bad. I think Vanderbilt and, and Missouri are kind of the two teams you look at. But right now, it's uh, take your pick from the best teams. I think Alabama, South Carolina, Auburn, Tennessee, and Kentucky in there as well, all very good right now. Well, yeah, and uh, tonight, South Carolina, Auburn, is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's for basically first place. Who thought South Carolina would be 9-2, and two, right? Uh, Not the media Alabama, poll. That's yeah, sure. uh, Alabama, Auburn, 8-3, and three, Tennessee, 7-3, and three, Florida, six, Kentucky, Texas A&M, all in that 6-4, and because you want to get, obviously, the top four uh, in the standings, get the double bye to the quarterfinal rounds on Friday. Of course, if you finish in the bottom four, you're going to have to win five straight days. That's never happened. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, shaping up. SEC tournament, what, four weeks, right? There's three weeks of the regular season in the OVC, and there's four weeks of the regular season in the SEC, Conference USA, and, 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 and some of the others. So, yeah. And add to that, time. Greg, the pitchers and catchers are starting to report. So we're, we're making that shift from uh, football into other sports. Hello, JB. Morning. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm out. It was snowing last night, and I said, I got the equipment. I'm going opposite of the radio station when I get off at, to Cookville, so here I am. Well, there you are. <laughs> I, don't so get to, up, I, don't, I don't get to see your handsome face this morning, but it's No, okay. you can hear it, though. Yes. You can just pop yeah, up. I can, you, uh, you can the handsomeness is just, it's just coming through the, the uh, speakers and your microphone. So, no, I'm doing good. Just a little traffic on the way in, So, uh, but I'm here, ready to go. The only thing I worry about doing, because I, you know, with Bill, he does it regularly. Apparently, he doesn't have any dogs <laughs> at his house. Well, you got everything at your place. Yeah, man. well, well I mean, you're like Doctor Doolittle over there. I no, I'm not. I'm uh, Mister Doolittle for Mrs. Doolittle uh, is what I am. So, uh, and I, I and I do little here at the house. Trust me. No, oh. so. well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so where are we now with uh, the Super Bowl? We put that to bed, and, and everybody wants to rank Mahomes and where you want to rank him and everything, well, yeah. and, and this franchise. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's let's. I don't call it a uh, dynasty yet. Let's. I think it's a dynasty. Don't Greg. You, yeah, is it, do you need one more to have no, a dynasty? No, no, they've won three out of four, and within that span, you win. You won two in a row. Yeah. That that qualifies as a dynasty. It's pretty much what. You know, the Cowboys did in the 90s. You know, they won three in four years, including in. You got to have a back to back in there, you know, in my opinion, to be, to qualify as a dynasty. They are a dynasty, no doubt. And what I, what I dug about it, Greg, was the fact that right after the game, like immediately after the game, everybody, Andy Reid, Kelsey, obviously Mahomes, he's not going anywhere. 
but they're all like, yeah, we're all coming back and we're going to, tr- you know, we're going to try and win three in a row. And I mean, they, you know, they, they spoke about it. They were like, oh, well, we're just going to celebrate this and see what happens. You know, I think, you know, why not? Why not be vocal about it and just say, listen, we're going to try to do what's never been done before. There's never been a team that wins three Super Bowls, you know, back to back to back. The Chiefs are going to give it a go next year. So, you know, they let their intentions be known. Well, you know, the thing, too, is um, if, if you just look at dynasties, is it easier now or more difficult now? It's harder with the salary dynasty. cap, right? Yeah. The way yep. your roster turns over, that's why, you know, what the Patriots did for, you know, 20 years was so impressive, impressive and what the Chiefs are doing now is are, is very impressive. You know, it just, you know, the league is not designed for you to sustain success like this. You know, they, they want everybody to be around 500 you know, you have a good run there for a few years, and then you know, sooner or later you got to start paying guys, and you pay some guys, and you got to let some guys go. That's that's the nature of the NFL economically, and you know, so for teams to be able to sustain not only any kind of success, but this kind of championship success is very impressive. And where does it start? Head coach and quarterback. They got two of the best ever at both. Well, and, and without the salary cap, a guy who's now playing in Miami would still be playing in Kansas City. Exactly. Tyreek Hill. Uh, I mean, how impressive is that? You know, two in a row without Tyreek. Exactly. So, yeah, well, you got the you got the best quarterback. That's that's where you lead, and that's where that's why Patriots did what they did. They did manage everything, and they sort of set the uh, bar on how to manage rosters, get out ahead of you know, let players go a year earlier than you think most would to get out ahead of those kind of situations. That yeah, the Patriots and, and, were masters at that. Greg. Yep. Yeah, and and but they don't have a quarterback now, so now they've become just sort of regular thinkers. Yeah, but they're they're right there in a position to grab a quarterback if they want one. So you know, we'll see what Mayo does. It's just going to be so different with Mayo coaching the team as opposed to Bill. By the way, I'm sure you saw this, Greg. Most watched television program ever: Super Bowl Fifty Eight. Wow, what yeah. were the numbers? Uh, I think the average was 123. I they said you know at one point 200 million people watched at least part of it. Wow. I uh, I'll, I'll I'll read you some of the article here that I got at ESPN.com. Longest Super Bowl game ever. Uh, most watched program in television history, according to Nielsen and Adobe Analytics. The Kansas City Chiefs uh, win over the 49ers. Blah 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 on Sunday. Average 123.4 million viewers across television and streaming platforms. That shattered last year's mark of 115.1 million for Kansas City, Philly. So a 7% increase. The game was televised by CBS, Nickelodeon, and Univision and streamed on Paramount Plus, as well as the NFL's digital platforms. I didn't know you could speak Spanish. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very, uh, I'm bilingual. How much of that is the Taylor Swift factor? Oh, I'm sure a lot of it. Yep. And uh, just one more here real quick, Greg. Nielsen also said a record 202.4 million watched at least part of the game across all networks, which is a 10% jump over last year's figure, 183.6 million. So the NFL, they're greedy, they're greedy pigs, but you know what? They, they're making money. Yeah, I, but to answer your question, yeah, I'm sure the Taylor, you know, the Swifty factor. I mean, my buddy's wife in Pittsburgh, born and raised in Pittsburgh, she, she, ne- you know, she never watched football. And she's watching it with my with, with her husband, my, my buddy Tony, and she's wearing like you know Go Taylor's boyfriend T shirts and stuff like that, and she thinks you know she's like just obsessed with this whole Taylor Swift you know Travis Kelsey thing. So I'm sure I was a huge factor, and the NFL doesn't mind it one bit. 
Well, speaking of records, uh, the Nevada Gaming Control Board, uh, the Super Bowl wagering in Nevada. This is just Nevada alone, right? This isn't, and this is any all over the country, legal or legal. Uh, 185 million bet on the game. That was uh, six million more in 2022. But I heard that three billion was bet on the game in our country. Yeah, they estimated about two and a half. So two and a half billion. Yeah, that's what it was estimated. So they it exceeded that. Third world countries do not have that. Right. That's <laughs> well. Well, the biggest takeaway from the game, like you talked about, the Chiefs and Mahomes and all that was the fact that none of the 49ers knew what the hell the, the overtime rules were. That's been the biggest fallout. And it doesn't sound like Shanahan knew knew the rules either because neither did I because when right before Kansas City scored, I'm like, man, the clock's running out. They got to they gotta get in there or they're going to lose this game. Didn't Not realizing that because that possession would continue, the clock would go to zero and they would just change ends and keep playing. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize that. A lot of people, like I... I listened to a lot of sports talk radio across the country yesterday, and a lot of people didn't realize what that situation uh, was. But, you know, the Chiefs to a man said, we practiced that on Friday. Andy Reid knew exactly what was going on, and, you know, Kyle Shanahan didn't, and that's that's kind of a knock against him. Were you at a lot of people saying Shanahan should have deferred or, or kicked off and went on defense first in overtime? What say you? Well, yeah, because you essentially give them an extra down if you do it the other way around, right? Because if you're at midfield, after you know, they, they three and out, they're going to get the ball, what, 30, 40, probably? Something like that? 20, 30, 40. You also give them another, because they're going to go for it on fourth down at the 40 yard line or midfield. Or so, wherever yeah, they I are, mean, yeah. Yeah, and so, well, you saw it, you know, in that one, they, they did go for it, right? Um, I. Uh, I, yeah, I th- you definitely got to kick off and 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 make uh, Mahomes drive the length of the field. Then you know what you have to do after that. So it, yeah, uh, the yeah. only thing I can uh, and I really don't even believe this, but I'm I'm going to put it out there: <laughs> the 49ers defense guys was yes. gashed and tired at the end of regulation. So the only thing I can think of is Shanahan didn't want to put him immediately back out there because. They were the last on the field with Mahomes marching down the field, getting first downs on every third down, it seemed like. So I, that's my only thing, but you you heard players talk about it. Even if they would have scored a touchdown, uh, the 49ers, they were going for two. They were never going to give them the ball back. I have a hard time believing that. I think they just, they're just they just saying that. I, I don't believe that they okay. went and went for two. That's just my opinion. That's just me. I know they said that, but yep. I think you know. Chris I, th- Jones. I think that was a little post game bravado. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's just me, Pat. I, no, I, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they would or wouldn't. I don't know. Um, we'll never know. I guess. I, yeah, I heard that. Chris and Jones by the way, said like, that as well. You and I are not going to argue about overtime today, like we did yesterday. No, so that's I okay. Just... <laughs> I, I, made, I made my point, and I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> How's it feel to be right all the time, Greg? It's got to be an amazing. It's, uh, I, I, I don't know. I need to ask my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how about the 49ers are the early betting favorite to win next year's Super Bowl? I, I found that a little bit surprising. Do you know where the Titans are? I, I saw this. I heard this. Do you know where the Titans are in the uh, uh, the Super Bowl odds to I, win it all? I do not. They are in the 30th hole. 
Wow. Only oh two God. teams worse. Wow. You can check that, Patton, but I heard that uh, somebody say that the Titans were the 30th. Something like 15,000 to one. So you're telling me there's a chance. Something like that. I don't know if Patton can have that readily at his Well, I'll uh, put a little pizza money on that. Why not? You know, a little investment. Why don't you just give me the pizza? (laughs) You're right, Greg. Only the Carolina Panthers and New York Giants have worse odds. Ah, the Giants. Giants Are they the worst? Uh, 31 and the Panthers are 32. How does it feel that the... uh, the new host of the JB and the Patton show that JB their football the teams, uh, JB, what did I say? JB and the general, uh, that your two of the three worst football teams in the league are on, are your fans, uh, well, your fans of. I think Patton would agree. We've earned it. Yes. So we have, uh, <laughs> we've done more than enough to earn those stripes. <laughs> We've earned it. Should make for a, a very positive and joyful uh, Boy, I'm NFL looking forward season. to this fall. That's going to be fun. <laughs> Gee. Do the uh, do the Titans play the Giants this year? I don't even know. No, they uh, don't. I don't think so. That would been that would have been a pillow fight, sissy so. boy slap party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was, uh, that 49ers was and Chiefs are, are right now the the two. Uh, yeah, I believe Forty uh, ers plus five hundred, Chiefs yep. plus seven hundred. Yep. So there you go. Wow. You got to wonder about the. My team sucks. I wouldn't put it past the re- a rematch next year. To be what about quiet. the yeah. 49ers window? Can Brock, uh, Brock, can Brock Purdy sustained? He has. Well, so he's, not, he's, he on his rookie, he's on his rookie deal, yeah. so yeah. he's not making a whole lot of money, and they don't have to pay him yet. So Yeah, next he, year is eligible. He uh, got, you know, he's got to play another exactly. year. Exactly. First year got him to the NFC Championship game, second year got him to the Super Bowl. Maybe the third time's the charm. But, yeah, so there, there, that window is definitely still open for the 49ers, for sure. One unfortunate thing, of course, you had Greenlaw, the linebacker, tear his Achilles yeah. running onto the field. You'd, ha- you'd have to think he's going to be out for the majority of the year next year right. just because of the timeline. So that's a piece you wonder maybe if Aziz Alshire goes back uh, to the 49ers. He was with them at the playoff, uh, one of the playoff games, kind of with the warm-up. So, I, I don't know where that's kind of Titans-related, but they've got pieces they've got to fill. But when you've got a quarterback on as low of a cap hit as the 49ers mm-hmm. do right now, their window is now. Yep, yep. Have to. Exactly. Well, JB, uh, defer, you you are the lead dancer. All right. If you want to give us a call, you can, 615-844-5600. But don't do it now because up next we head to Vegas to talk to Brad Powers. You're listening to the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show on WNSR. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet 
filet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Let me get your initial reaction. Mike Vrabel is fired as the coach of the Titans. Initial reaction is taking a back, uh, a little shock. What in the world was going on in that building that led to this decision? Amy Adams is absolutely fearless as an executive. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Nashville Sports Radio, Greg Bogue, John Burton Show. Greg is joining us from his palatial estates before he heads up to Cookville tonight for TSU action. We're joined now. We head out to Vegas, joined by our Vegas insider sports betting guru, the great Brad Powers from Brad Powers Sports.com. You can follow him on X at Brad Power 7. Brad, good morning. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me, as always. So, uh, I got to know, this year, did you fall asleep again during the Super Bowl like you did last year? Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, I watched a little bit of it. Uh, did not watch the entirety. I mean, I know that, that sounds like malpractice. Like, oh, my God. I mean, this guy, you know, that's on sports. This guy sells information, and he doesn't even watch the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I just being honest, uh, I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I uh, I can tell you what I was doing, and, and maybe they should lock me up for even admitting to something like this. But uh, <laughs> I was working on Middle Tennessee, uh, their roster for the upcoming season. Really? And I had some question marks 
about availability on players that were originally in the portal, but yet were on their spring roster. And I was emailing the SID for Middle Tennessee. <laughs> that, that, that's how that's how ridiculously uh, problematic I have uh, when it comes to kind of that kind of stuff. But I I didn't watch the entirety of the Super Bowl. Wow. So I'm trying to think, Mark Owens, who's the uh, AD. Yeah, it was communi- Mark. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. There you go. I'm sitting with Brad Powers here. That's of course Brad. I'm watching the Super Bowl at a party, and he's blowing my phone up about my roster. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. But he did get back to me, and uh, I got that situated. And uh, I yep. just wanted to be accurate when I'm breaking down Middle Tennessee this upcoming. Well, Mark, so, uh, Mark, and that staff—they're one of the best. They really are. So shout out to my buddy Mark. Um, well, what did you learn about Derek Mason's team? I'll let the, they're in better shape than what I was originally anticipating. I, I thought, you know, a lot of, uh, I mean, they're going to be one of the least experienced teams in the country. I'm just working on returning production. So they're in a little bit better shape, uh, than, right. than what I thought. So they'll be a little bit better than what I thought. Now, does that mean that they're, you know, back to com- competing for a conference championship or, or, slam dunk they're going to be in a bowl game this upcoming season i'm not there yet i mean we still got a long ways to go to, to dive through the spring but uh uh that definitely better than what i thought i, I was thinking that this, this could be a bottom 10 12 team in the country this year and I, now i no longer think that well brad uh i didn't realize this um just hearing from some people that were in vegas last week i didn't realize this like your betting app does not work in Vegas, right? You actually have to physically go to the sports book or the window, correct? Uh, good question. Uh, yeah, the, I'm guessing that they <laughs> they had DraftKings and FanDuel, the two most popular uh, sports books in the country. I think they have like 75 to 80 percent of the market share. We do not have those two sports books in this state. Mm. Uh, so now, if they're telling me that. Uh, one of the other apps wasn't working. I mean, I, I I have every single. I mean, I think we have like thirteen or fourteen different books here. I mean, I, I have every single app. I mean, I I didn't have to go to a. Obviously, I didn't have to go down to a sports book to make a bet. So my, the the apps that were at least uh, legal in this state and available in this state were working for me. Well, you've been at well, this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Greg. Go ahead. No, Greg. Well, no, I was just curious about how all that worked because. Uh, if I come there, can I sign up for uh, the app while I'm there, or do I need to be a resident? Yeah, another good question. Uh, We're tied. You have to sign up. You have to. <laughs> yeah, you have to sign up. You have to be in person to do it. It's not. You can't do it like oh, I'm sitting. You know, to, I mean, obviously it's convenient. You're probably going to be in a hotel at the strip, so I mean, you're already there. But let's just say you're visiting a friend uh, who's off the strip. At a house, you still have to physically sign up to the sports book, fill out paperwork and whatnot. You can't, you know, download the app from your Google store, uh, your Google or, or, you know, Apple store and just go from there. You actually have to physically go in. But yeah, you, you can be a non-resident and still sign up. Brad Powers is our guest at Brad Powers, uh, seven on Twitter X, bradpowersports.com. Click the Bill King tab at the top of the page. Uh, record numbers, Brad, uh, for betting this year's Super Bowl. I would imagine that's only going to increase over time, correct? I mean, now that the NFL and, and all these major sports leagues are, are in bed with these gambling sites, the cat's out of the bag. Like I said, I always talk about watching Jimmy the Greek in the 70s on the NFL today and everything was done with a wink and a nod and now it's all out there. I, I would imagine that, you know, we're just going to see increases year, year to year, no? 
Yeah, it may, mainly going up. Now there, there'll be some ebbs and flows, but uh, I mean, obviously a record telecast as far as viewership. Record, I, I haven't seen every state's reported handle on it, but uh, we did break into the record here in the state of Nevada, 186 million bet on it, just in the state of Nevada, uh, which is the all-time record. Didn't have all-time profits. Now the book still won, but it wasn't a big win for them. You you wouldn't expect so with, uh, you know, obviously the Chiefs were the popular public side. They winning outright. Mm. Obviously the game going overtime was a nice like 10 to 1 winner for the public on one of their favorite props. But uh, other than that, you know, re- record handle, uh, had some profit there. And, uh, you know, I, I would deem it overall a success for the first time the Super Bowl has been here in Vegas. I mean, it probably didn't go off without a complete hitch. You don't believe me. <laughs> the, sad, the night before the Super Bowl, uh, I'm hearing was the most crowded they've ever seen it. Now, if you like that, then <laughs> I have to you, guys like myself don't like that. So I, I was the last time I went down to the strip uh, for Super Bowl week was Thursday. I, I didn't bother to go down there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But uh, yeah, I, I think uh, we're going to continue to see it, and it'll help viewership because if you're making bets on the game, you're much unless you're Brad Powers and you know a different breed of cat. Uh, <laughs> You're going to be more likely to watch the game if you have bets on it. So, yeah, I, I think very that gambling only helps. That, you know, pop, contrary to popular belief from the NFL that they the stance that they had for decades, gambling only helps your product as right. far as uh, you know the engagement. Well, it's helping their bottom line right now because they're like pigs at a trough, uh, <laughs> lined, lined up for it. Uh, Brett, how Taylor Swift helps, too. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Oh, yeah. And I don't mind that. I mean, the, I guarantee the NFL oh, I don't, don't mind it either. It. I mean, yeah. for the NFL, I mean, I wish I was getting a piece of that. But uh, I did inappropriate. I, I meant the money. I, I didn't Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, I, I know. This is a family radio. I meant the money. <laughs> yeah, not that. Not, we're, we're like extended family here, okay? Trust me. Um how soon do you start looking at futures on the colleges? Where do they start popping up? I've already bet uh, the win totals are already up for every single uh, power team. So I've already made like 20 win total bets. They're already up. I mean, that, that and people are like, well, why are you working on it? Well, I mean, that's why. They po- they posted them uh, uh, Thursday last week. So uh, unbelievable. Hmm. Is that just to ride the Super Bowl momentum out in front of it? Just yeah, to get action. That's a marketing thing by them. Uh, you know, I, we got a bunch of people betting on the Super Bowl. We got a lull coming up here, at least until March Madness for a few weeks. Let's go ahead and, and get these people. A lot of people are signing up. Uh, let's go ahead and get these people's money and, and really uh, advantageous because they're going to hold it until you know the late November, December, as far as a win total. So yeah, the, the very, very marketing tool that they use. I use it opposite. I use it to, to make money, and I, I think I got 20 pretty good bets. Now, people are like, well, what are the 20 bets? I, I need winners. I, I need that. Now, keep in mind, uh, I mean, I'm not afraid to say what I bet, but, I mean, I'll give you one. Uh, what got I wasn't going to bet it, but I saw it was starting to get popular on social media. I had people reaching out to me. I need bet. You know, I need it. I need it. Can I get you down? Can I get you down? Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't want to bet it. Because, I mean, it's even early for a guy like myself. We haven't even gotten through spring practice. There is a whole nother going to be very active transfer portal coming up in a couple months. So I'm even a little bit leery get, getting down too much. But then, with everybody asking me, people mention it on social media. Sometimes you can keep it hidden for a while. And then the news broke that Chip Kelly is going to leave UCLA. I'm like, you know what? Time to start firing in. I bet UCLA under their win total, under six and a half wins. Hmm. 
What uh, What are your early thoughts on Colorado and, and Coach Prime? You know, I think I'm in a pretty good position with Colorado. Right now their win total, and this is FanDuel has these up. I don't know if they're a sponsor or not. I don't want to promote them too much. but no, uh, they're good. Yeah, it's all good. They're, they're, yeah, their win total is five and a half right now. So I've already bet over four and a half and under six and a half. So I, I'm feeling oh, you're pretty good. good about the buffs. Yeah, I'm feeling really good, to be honest with you, because the more I dive into them, I think they'll be better, maybe much better than last year, but still, uh, it's a tough conference, not in the fact that I think there's a lot of teams much better than Colorado, but there's not a lot of layup wins in the new Big 12. So, I mean, every single game is going to be fighting, clawing, and scratching. And I, I think they're kind of like a bowl team this year. I, I'm not willing to say that they're better than that. Hmm. Brad, uh, back to the NFL real quick. Uh, the uh, 49ers open as the early favorite for next year's Super Bowl. Uh, Chiefs right behind them, I think, plus 700. How much value do you think is in the Chiefs, given the fact that you know, right after the game, they were very, very uh, out front and saying, we're all coming back and we're all going to try to win three in a row. It's never been done before. Just the fact that they are you know, out front about it and, very, and seem highly motivated to try to make a run at three in a row. Yeah, I, you're never going to hear me say too much all the incredible value in a futures market because, I mean, historically speaking, the theoretical hold in those markets are like 25% for the sports book. Put that in perspective, mm-hmm. the hold on the Super Bowl here in Nevada was only 3.5%. That's all they want. And you're telling me, you know, no, you're not telling me, you're asking me, hey, the great value Chiefs, they'll win it again. Well, I mean, not into a market that typically 25% uh, hold for, for the sports books as far as their profits. So I'm not running to the window to bet on plus 657 and 1-ish. Uh, but there is a win total out, and uh, I thought it seemed a little light, at least early in the process. Ten and a half for the Chiefs' win total. Hmm. Uh, it's square as can be, and I know the Chargers are going to be better. I just know with Harbaugh there in that division. Yeah. Uh, but I would lean over ten and a half. I mean, I'm not sure that they're going to put, you know, we got to get the best record in the league. I think it kind of showed that this year. But I think they'll they'll value the regular season enough to to, to want to get 11 wins. So over 10.5 for me if you need an NFL bet. Brad, you said some a minute that's, ago. That's that's that yeah. Yeah, you'd said some a minute ago that you'd already hitting a middle on UCLA, 4.5 and 6.5. And did I hear that correctly? Colorado. Colorado. Oh, Colorado. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Colorado. Yeah. It's, I mean. That's pretty substantial. A half yeah. a win in college football is worth like 70 cents. So just baseball is coming up. So just imagine, you know, 70 cents, how much. I mean, you bet the Dodgers, uh, you know, minus 180. But instead you could bet a minus 110 to win the game. So that's a half a win. I have a two-win difference. So do the math. <laughs> it's uh it's a really significant edge already. Uh, now I'll say that. And I don't know what will go wrong. Colorado will have a game canceled because of something. And <laughs> I'll, you know, they'll have my money for uh, almost a year, and I'll just get refunds on the bets. <laughs> <laughs> it's why they call it gambling, I think. Um, the um, But it, it's curious. So are there more of those in the future because they're so eager to get them out that early it looks like you could yep. take one side and then hope to go the other way on on several of these yeah you don't hear me all talking about middling and, and all that yeah. too much uh but i would say i had i went for middles on 25 percent of my win total bets last year wow yeah, whether it was a game game and a half two two wins uh yeah i i, I had a lot of those edges last year hey if they're early I don't even feel – I'm not even through the te- all the teams yet. I mean, as far as going through the rosters, not even all the rosters are up yet. So 
I mean, I, I feel like I got a better handle than almost anybody in the country, and they feel like, you know, they want to post it, fine. I mean, so be it. I mean, I, I pr- would prefer them to wait till probably right after spring practice, but if they're going to do it early, I, I'm going to bet into it early. I'll put it that way. We'll get you out of here with this question, Brad. Now that football season is over, I'm sure a lot of betters are going to turn to college basketball. What would be some of your just basic – tips on betting college basketball uh between now and, and when the tournament starts uh i would say don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i mean honestly i mean i'm being honest don't, yeah. but at least for a couple weeks you don't need to bet every single day i mean if you need action that bad i mean my goodness i uh, yeah I, I don't need there's a number you can call <laughs> yeah i would be very cautious uh I think I'd tell anybody just take a couple weeks off and then bet the conference tournament starting yeah. with that because it's an entirely different type of handicap, something you don't have to know any players on the team. I mean, we can talk about that in a couple weeks, but there's three, four easy formulas and guidelines where you can make a lot of you know positive EV bets. Doesn't make you know guarantee that you're going to make a lot of profits, but you can put yourself in a very good position to make it. I can't say that right now. You're late to the party. A lot of people are going to jump in, probably, you know, lose a lot lot more bankroll i know they're celebrating that 10 to 1 ticket that there was an overtime and they bet the chiefs and they bet mahomes on the money line the last three games uh, i would say take your significant other out to a nice valentine's dinner uh but get her a nice gift uh you're going to be more positive EV. that's going to be a more positive ev experience for you than, than jumping right into hoops i'm just being honest Hey, Brad, I want to tell you something. I want to say thank you very much. Uh, after 24 years, this is my uh, last week on a daily uh, presence in Nashville. Um, so stepping aside from that, not going anywhere, not retiring. It's still going to be part of what's going on here at WNSR and also elsewhere. And uh, just want to say thank you, uh, John and, and I. But, of course, you preceded uh, John back when we had Big Joe and even before that. I tried to take this segment beyond of just getting picks i wanted to peel the onion and you are ex you know you are just wonderful at what you do and it's been really a highlight of my week each week to have you on our show so i just want to thank you because people really you know you don't get paid to do this you get to promote your 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 stuff and which we you know which we subscribe to but i just want to say thank you very much well, thank you very much. It's one of my most uh, enjoyable segments that I do. And I'm just not saying that. I do a, a heck of a lot, especially during football. And uh, it's always good for a laugh. Uh, you guys ask some, I mean, not all the time. I'm just being honest. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, sometimes, like even including today, I think there's two really good questions. And uh, I appreciate you guys. And I'm sure we'll be in touch uh, in, in your future endeavors. Well, J- we'll yeah, we'll with me, but hey, JB and the general, baby, starting next week right that's here. That's right. Man. Me and Patton, so... We're going to keep the train rolling if that's cool with you, bro. I'm I'm here. You know where to find me. Uh, obviously, not watching the Super Bowl. Look, looking <laughs> the All right, man. Get your plugs in real quick, my man. BradPowerSports.com. Click on the Bill King tab at the top of the page. Thank, Thank you, you Brad. Brad. Take care, guys. Thanks for having me, as always. All right. This is the part where Greg says, we're wide open until the top of the hour. You want to give us a call? You can. 615-844-5600. Back after this, Nashville Sports Radio.
With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navage sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA, FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes. I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6 to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, putting the fun in dysfunctional. Greg Pogue, John Burton Show on a Tuesday, Nashville Sports Radio. Great to have you with us. Greg, what about those uh, drunken idiots at the uh, Phoenix Open over the weekend uh, at the Waste Management? Got a little got a little rowdy and out of hand. Did you catch that? Yeah, and as I, quite frankly, I... 
I enjoy it. <laughs> you know, and those, you know, and, and yeah, what a cool bit, uh, you know, they, uh, they need to keep, they don't need to throw stuff out there, right? No. I mean, it got a little, they got, I've been to that before. I haven't been to a, um, uh, the, uh, I, I went to a practice round maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago when I was out there traveling with the Predators. And, yeah. Uh, and, and, but a practice round was enough. It's, it's that was a big drunk fest that day. I mean, that that's just like a Tuesday. Yeah, but I, I like it. I think golf. Um, I think it's good. I mean, I I don't like the over the top of yeah. it and everything, but I do like you know the crowd participating and everything. I guarantee you, those players love it. I mean, they're hitting, they're playing. One well, I don't whole know, life Greg. That, a lot of them. Were, uh, were, well, then they need to grow up. They play. It's one whole a year. Well, I remember. I remember what uh, Tommy Lasorda said years ago when he was uh, managing the Dodgers. He's like, "You mean to tell me, you know, a guy's up there facing a hundred mile an hour fastball at the plate with you know sixty thousand people screaming their heads off, but you know, you got these guys hitting a little white ball and it's like, quiet, please." Yes. <laughs> yeah, he went off about that. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. great for the game. I mean, we're talking about it, right? It's what true. 16th, uh, what other, other than Augusta, right. name me another 16th hole in golf. Well, there's a 17th at the, uh, at that's the, not uh, at, at the TPC. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I know. I know, but famous golf holes are right that. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, obviously TPC, the, the island green and mm-hmm. with that, but don't you, I mean, it's, I, I enjoy it because because of because of its rowdiness. It's sort of, you know, golf needs to you know lighten up a little. Right, bit. right. Stop clutching your pearls and don't be yeah, a stuffy. Well, and and quit worrying about the Saudis come and taking all your best players. <laughs> hey, let's hit the phones real quick. Check in with RD. Morning, RD. Good morning, my friends. When Pat answered my call, I greeted him with. Good morning to the new star of JB and the General Show. Oh, absolutely, man. It ain't me, bro. This oh, he'll is, be carrying this thing, yeah, I guarantee you. No doubt. Listen, this may not be interesting, but I want to comment on something Bill was touched on earlier. Mm-hmm. He was talking about the hot spots, the states, southern states for uh, high school football recruits. And he mentioned how, which is, which is true, that Tennessee's been over the years beginning to improve on that. Greg, you may recall this. I first started keeping up with high school and college ball in the 60s. And I'll tell you, back then, it was rare and quite newsworthy for a Nashville kid or Middle Tennessee kid to uh, receive a, a a major grant grant name to go play college football. Yeah. You know, well, RD, uh, I don't remember the 60s from that perspective because I was. <laughs> Thank you, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it, it's, it's explosion. Also, the quality of the football programs are here on the high school level. Metro's always been behind just because of I. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Mismanagement, poor funding, this and that, and the Titans have really stepped up to I think help Metro schools in, in their uh, return to, to prominence. The NIL, there were players. EJ Junior came out of Maplewood. I mean, there were players, but now. You know, nothing rare. like now. Nothing like now, and and the population growth has a lot to do with, but also just the quality of the coaching. If you got a high school job in Middle Tennessee, you you've earned it. They're they're not easy to get. They're very competitive, and the the staffs are full of talented people. So yeah, I I think there's more athletes, and they're coming out more prepared. Does that make sense? I think so. I agree. All right, guys, you have to bear with me. I'm going to be calling in. 
every day this week. All right. Always good to hear from you, R.D. Have a great day. See you guys. All right, we will come back and wrap up our number one right here on Nashville Sports Radio. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one hundred people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. 800 That's 800-649-0142. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night Keith Book. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Text the Greg Bogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. And yes, we know Patton has to explain what a text line is to Greg every time. It's our text line up. It's back up and running, right? It's been up and running oh, for a little yeah. while, Patton. It's back. 
Hit that line. That's right. 615-844-5600. Greg Pogue, John Burton Show. John Burton, Patton Cook inside our Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. Greg out at his palatial estate. Getting ready to head up to Cookville for some TSU OVC basketball action, everybody. So, uh, Greg, I guess, you know, now that the football season is over, it feels weird, man. There's going to be, like, absolutely no football this weekend of any kind. Not even, like, a flimsy college all-star game. We're going to turn our attention, obviously, to college basketball and get into conference tournaments. And, uh, you know, we'll see if uh, Tennessee can actually make that run uh, to the Final Four. Football-wise, Greg, I guess the next big big thing is uh, the Combine, right? And, you know, new coaching staff and uh, a GM entering his second year that now is ba- basically going to be in control of this offseason and how they put the team together. So uh, big doings coming up for uh, the Titans and the rest of the NFL with the Combine. Will Rand go to the Combine or just stay here? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Teresa said he didn't have to be at the Senior Bowl, Greg. He you had do people both. for that. You, know, the, you do both. You know, Miss Amy, that jet you got warmed up over at Toon Airport, I'll need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go down there, I can. you could be on it at 7.30 every morning. back in, and Or you could also do the interviews by Zoom. I don't know. I, th- I don't think it's an either-or situation. I, I, I know Teresa poo-pooed it, but I think the general manager, they th- during the pandemic, all we heard coming out of it, as a matter of fact, the lack of evaluation of Isaiah Wilson is exactly yeah. the, uh, the 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 poster child for what they were so well. We didn't get to we didn't get to talk to the players face to face. We didn't get to do mm-hmm. this. Get to know mm-hmm. what kind of people they are. Blah blah blah. And now you don't. That's what the combine is. Yes, you send your people down there to assess. You can do it off film. You can do it in person. But there's only one way to talk somebody face to face, and you know how that is. Talk to face them face to, to face. face. Yeah, and so you can do both. Yes, you can be part of the hiring process of of the new guy's staff, but you can also be the general manager who's at Senior Bowl, getting to know these players. And so, no, I don't think it's an either or. I think if you're a good general manager, you have the wherewithal to get down there and do your business here too. It's that we're not we're not traveling by Conestoga wagon anymore. Right. Yeah, I mean you're you're right. Carthon got a lot of heat from a lot of fans. Let's ask a Titans fan right now. Were you uh Patton, were you uh not cool with uh uh Rand Carthon not going to the senior bowl? Well, it just kinda adds up of the ever evolving narrative. I mean, to be fair, there was a lot going on, you know, oh. coaching staff coming in and he's in charge of the coaching staff as well. But like Greg said, I mean, it, it's not a 24 hour process. Uh, the senior bowl goes on for a couple hours a day. He can fly up and down. It's not his gas money that he's burning <laughs> through. And I, I think it just goes into the narrative and fair or unfair. He doesn't like being out in the public. Ray Carthon. You don't think so. They, how many times does he talk to the media? Didn't, didn't talk to him whenever, uh, Brian Callahan was announced in front mm-hmm. of the media, which he said he would stand up and say what the message was. And maybe he said it during the, uh, the soliloquy he had before he announced Brian Callahan. But I just think it's, it's a narrative that he could destroy, but instead he kind of plays into it. Yeah. And they kind of threw him out there the day that, uh, Vrabel got fired and, you know, she was, he was kind of the meat shield for missing yeah. on that. I mean, yeah, I I don't like to use the D word dysfunctional. I don't think that's the case with the Titans, but uh, you're right. We it would probably behoove uh, Rand Carthon to be a little bit more out there in the public. 
Hey, Greg, what do you say we do another hour of this, whatever this well, is? Well, yeah, and I want to continue this conversation, Let's too. Let's do it. Because I think it's a, just a, a really good point of uh, how you go about your business. Because public perception, we all know, is different than what actually is happening. But um, Patton's right. I mean, it's it's become a c- controlled narrative yeah. when you really don't need to control it. Right. All right. Well, more of this conversation, hour number two, coming up. I'm Sherry Preston. The Senate has passed a $95 billion aid package for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. Now it moves on to the House, where passage isn't a certainty. Today, the House is holding another vote on the impeachment of the Homeland Security Secretary. House hunters, car buyers, and Wall Street investors might have to wait a little longer for the Fed to start reversing course on interest rate hikes. Numbers out this morning on inflation weren't exactly what the Fed was hoping for. Here's ABC's Jim Ryan. The Fed has raised interest rates 11 times since March 2022 in hopes of bringing inflation under control. And while the Consumer Price Index for January showed a slower rate of price increases than December, the Federal Reserve's inflation target has not yet been met. That means that higher than normal interest rates may be here for a few more months. Parts of the Northeast hit by a snowstorm that canceled flights and saw New York City school kids go back to remote learning. Non-essential workers in several states asked to work remotely if they could. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WNSR. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. 
This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Hour number two. Of our radio program, Greg Pogue, John Burton Show, Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. We're coming to you from the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. We are presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Hatton and I are here in studio. Greg Pogue at home, getting ready to head up to Cookville to call Tennessee State and Tennessee Tech. Of course, uh, Vanderbilt uh, hosting uh, Texas A&M tonight. Good luck, Commodores. Of course, uh, Aggies coming off that big win over Tennessee over the weekend. And Ole Miss at Kentucky. Kentucky trying to snap a three-game home losing streak. Still ranked, but uh, they've stumbled a bit. Greg, uh, before the break, we were talking about this whole thing with Rand Carthon and the Titans and you know the, the maybe the desire by the fan base, and Patton can certainly speak to that, to be a little bit more vocal, a little more out front. Obviously, Rand Carthon, the GM, taking – taking some heat for not going to the Senior Bowl. Um, we just found out both coordinators, both new coordinators, are going to be uh, made available to the media tomorrow, so we'll get to meet them tomorrow at 1230. Um, but just continuing our conversation, heading into the top of the hour break, I mean, you've uh, a lot of people have taken umbrage with Rand Carthon not being physically present at the Senior Bowl. Well, not as much that. I mean, you know, I, I, I think, if you had your druthers, is at the end of the world? No, I think it's just as what Patton said. It's part of a, a larger narrative uh, to bubble wrap him. And you've been around him in social settings. I've, I've been around him twice, at the TSU football kickoff luncheon and then at the Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame induction banquet. And the second one was the latter. He came up to me, remember my name right away, very engaging. And, yeah, and great just, guy. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and so I don't understand and i think it's just the way of the world these days too that everybody wants to control the narrative on the college level the you know or whatever some abide by that and some don't they use the pan, you know the pandemic to go behind uh the curtain and they haven't come back out yet i don't here's the way i look at this 
in this marketplace and the media, uh, people go, oh, we feel sorry for the media. Well, guess what? We're your, we're your voice in there. We're your conduit. We are the connectivity between the people you want to ask the questions of because you can't, we do. And, and that's about as simple as it is. And, and, and so to control the narrative when you don't have to, is there? I mean, we we're now turned the page on Vrabel. We've now turned the page into a different era, and and, and so you should be embracing and and putting them in situations. The head coach, well, maybe Callahan looks like he has that kind of personality, but in this marketplace, why why act like that when you really don't have to? Well, and and also at the end of the day, they don't have the responsibility to me or any fan or anybody. But well, when you, the, but but. Like, I don't know, legally or like they don't have to do anything. They right, don't owe right. me nothing it, right. to that point. But to the fans, I think you owe it to them because the message, and we talked about Gentry's article last week, they've put everything into Rain Carthon. All the chips are in Rain Carthon's basket, uh, so to speak, at this point, because he has sole control on the staff. That's why, apparently, that's why he wasn't there uh, to the senior bowl. He's got all the roster say, and he's got a lot. He's just got a lot on his plate. So for. A fan like myself looking at it, you don't have that luxury of bubble wrapping a guy who has almost as much control as the owner does Mm -hmm. over this team right now. He's now an executive vice president as well as a general manager. So if you want to bubble wrap a guy, you can't bubble wrap someone who has all the say in the world right now over a football team. Now, granted, he has made Will Levis looks like a hell of a draft pick right now in the second round. We don't know for sure. Mm -hmm. Tajay Spears looks great. His free agent class last year was pretty mediocre. Dillard was a disaster. Dillard was a disaster. Al Shire was okay. A lot of okay guys. Yeah, then yeah. granted, he didn't have the money. Key so was I, key was okay. He was okay. This year is going to be telling, but I I think it's just a narrative that doesn't need to be there. And if that's the type what the Titans want to do moving forward, so be it. I'll know moving forward. I'll just know what to expect. But I I just had a little high expectations for Miss Amy because. I've seen her out at tailgates. My dad has mm. met her four or five times at tailgates at different playoff games and at home games and stuff like that. Right. It's just a one message here, one message there. I you want to be reassured need, as exactly. a fan that, hey, just we're in control. We got this. We're taking the necessary steps to get us where we need to be, right? Exactly. You just want to, and yeah, I mean, as, as a fan of my teams, that's what I want. I mean, Greg, that's why I've had issues with uh, my team, the Giants, because John Mara has not done a good job. You know, over the last decade, by and large, whether it's hiring a coach or, you know, figuring out an exit plan for Eli Manning. And you, you're right. As a fan, you want the people in charge to come out and say, listen, we got this. This is what we're doing. You know, this is the direction we're going in and we're going to move forward. Yeah, I just don't. Uh, and you look at what's going on. And I know this is uh, maybe not fair because it's a different animal because Barry Trotz has been here and then returned. But I mean, you can't get him to shut up. I mean, <laughs> you you asked Trotsy one question. You're you're in. You're yeah. ready for a five six minute and, answer. And I think in this market, even though as we've grown and we've now, you know, it was culture shock. You know, forever it was Fisher and Trotz, right? right. Fisher and Trotz, you knew, and, right? You know, and Floyd Reese and David Poyle. That mm-hmm. was it. You mm-hmm. know, and we could feel them. We could touch them. We could be. They they felt like they wanted to be part of the community, and, and I think that's even as we grow. 
and and I know this may sound a little old fashioned or whatever, but I think people want to be able to in in our marketplace to be able to think that they can reach out and touch the coach and and, and not obviously figured I mean figurative law, but that he. Right. Is there, and there's so many easy ways to do that. I don't know. It takes effort to do what they're doing. The easy thing is just put him out there and let him answer the questions and let's move on. Yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, you're definitely not wrong. Well, obviously, we'll, we'll hear from him, uh, you know, coming up at the combine in Indy. Uh, it is back in Indy again this year, right? They're going to be moving it, though, I think starting next year, I want to say. But uh, so we will hear from him there and um, be interesting to see what he has to say, because I just, you know, I recall what I what I asked both him and Vrabel last year, like, you know, how's this going to work? And they're like, well, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But you're right now. It's this is Carthon's show and he probably needs to get out front and, and let everybody know, hey, I got this, you know, because he hasn't really taken questions or responded since he got the bump right to executive VP and, and, and in charge of everything. And and Patton's right. He didn't take questions at Callahan's uh, introductory press conference, which Why? I thought was kind of curious. I know. Why I, not? I know. Great question. Wish I, I mean, had the you, you just hired this guy. Tell me why. Well, and, and the fact, Greg, also, right? I mean, the story, obviously, is Callahan getting the job. You know, he was the guy they hired, and they, you know, they, they decided he's going to be the guy. Right. Why is he the guy? And also, now that you have your responsibilities have been elevated. You know, how do you see your role? What is going to be your approach? That kind of thing. I, you know, I think that's, that's all fair stuff that people should, should know about. No. Well, I don't know. I just think it, you know, it, I, it just seems the other way around is the easier way to do it. And just the way to do it. I mean, why? so you're up on the podium at your head coaching hiring and you sit there and you don't take questions. What are you doing up there? Yeah, it was kind of weird. Hockey, uh, Greg, Preds tonight. They host the New Jersey Devils. Should be a good game at Bridgestone Arena. Preds now sitting currently in the third spot in the race for the Western Conference wild card. Kings and Blues uh, tied at 58 points. The Preds have 56 points. They got a big overtime win uh, this past Saturday night. Flames right there at 55 points. The Wild a little bit behind at 53. And we talked about it. It's just going to be... You know, 29 games left, and it's just going to be a, a, a sprint to the finish. Try to get into the playoffs. We'll see what they do with the trade deadline. I don't expect them to be super active at the trade deadline in terms of acquiring players. They may move on from some guys. What is, what's your immediate thoughts of what the Preds might do here? Well, they, I mean, a little bit uh, head-turner yesterday. They uh, uh, put Phyllis, Philip Tomasino back to Milwaukee, brought up uh, – uh, you can help me with this one, Igor Afanasyev, I don't know, and Mark Jankowski. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm not going to try to pronounce it. And then don't, well, I guess say it the same. If you say it the same way every time, you think you know what you're doing, exactly. right? Even if it's wrong. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, Tomasino, um, you keep waiting, you keep waiting. Um, so they brought up Jankowski and, and, and a couple other scores, and you got to wonder, uh, I mean – Tomasino, 2019, first-round pick, uh, seven goals, 14 assists, and 41 games. That's it's not what he's being paid to do, right? You know, he's a scorer and it's mm-hmm. not scoring. Yeah. So, Afanyasev, and we need to get Darren McFarland to, to pronounce it, but he already has 21 goals and 42 points in Milwaukee. 
uh, which is fifth in the league in in uh, goals and sixth for the league in points. So bring it up, right? I mean, you just can't keep treading water with Tomasino. Yeah, and Bruno's been, you know, he hasn't been afraid to send guys down. You know, he sent Parson down a couple couple weeks ago. Now, uh, Tomasino, a guy that he was counting on, and you know, with I think Andrew Burnett is a guy that really teaches trust and accountability. And if I can't rely on you, then you know you got to go down and get some more seasoning, then come back up. And a lot of that's psychological. A lot of that is physically what they do on the ice. But you know, from a psychological perspective. You know, I know if I'm Tomasino, I'm not happy being sent down to Milwaukee. I'm going to get down there and kick some ass and really work hard so I can get back up to the big club. Well, the guy that they brought up, one of them is the 2019 draft pick, uh, second rounder for the Preds. The other, Jankowski's 29 years old, and he leads the team and is third in the league in assists and points. And he was named the AHL Player of the Month for January. So, yeah, I mean, he deserves a shot. Yeah, I would agree. Combine invites have been released. Uh, a couple notables uh, here locally. Uh, quarterbacks Joe Milton, uh, of course, Vol quarterback, has been invited. And Greg, your alma mater, Austin Reed, Western Kentucky uh, quarterback, has gotten an invite. Uh, Ray Davis, formerly of Vanderbilt Commodore, now with uh, Kentucky, he has been invited. And Jalen Wright, two running backs, uh, of course, Vol's running back. And then uh, wide receivers Malachi Corley. A, another Hilltopper uh, invited to the Combine. And then, uh, Greg, you must know this name, Ryan Flowerty out of uh, Southeast Missouri State. He has been invited, uh, OVC. And then finally, Kamal Hayden, uh, defensive back out of Tennessee, has been invited. Well, I'll tell you what, Greg, one guy that really needs to have a good Combine is Joe Milton. He was less than impressive at yeah. the Senior Bowl. Yeah, and you just wonder. I mean, the physical attributes are there, but it takes more than that to play quarterback in that league, you know. So we'll see. I mean, I don't think he can. I don't. Do you think he'll be on a roster? Man, you know, I just uh, come, think come fifty-three I think, time. I just that's tough because you know the scouts are going to salivate at his arm strength, and you know the, every offensive coordinator or quarterbacks coach in the league is going to say, "I can work with that guy." You know, look at the arm talent that he has. You know what I mean? But, yeah, he, he did not play well in the senior bowl, threw a couple of interceptions, won a real bad throw in the end zone. He threw late across his body. And even with his arm, you know, you're not, you, you don't do that, especially in the NFL. So um, that's the thing, man. You know, they're going to they're gonna salivate over his arm. But, you know, his touch on the ball and his ability to read defenses and adjust and that kind of thing and, you know, audible and get – you know, get you out from a bad play into a good play. All that's going to be heavily, heavily scrutinized as he goes through the, you know, pre-draft process. I think he'll have as many shots as he wants because of exactly what we talked about, the arm strength. I mean, for Josh Heupel, I mean, I don't know. For me, I looked at it. I was like, it's not going to work out. I know the stats are there. Kevin's going to tell me the stats. But <laughs> For for an elite level college quarterback, it it wasn't there yet. He always got the shot because it's that. What if he figures it out? What mm-hmm. if he just gets the accuracy right? I, I think he's going to have a shot. I, he'll end up being on a roster. Yeah, I think you're at, right. At least for a couple of years. Now, does he figure it out? I, I have my doubts strongly, but uh, the arm is there, and if he's got that, uh, somebody's going to give him a shot. Kevin just, yeah, just spit up his coffee <laughs> and mule yeah. down. <laughs> Just You're randomly, uh, Great Blue North Draft Report, GBNReport.com, they rank the quarterbacks in this class. Yeah. 
Caleb, he's 10th. Uh, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May, J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix, Michael Penix, Spencer Rattler, Jordan Travis, Michael Pratt, Joe Milton. So, according to that, he's 10th. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in the quarterback process. Yeah, so what I, is that? I, yeah. Three through five? I mean, Malik Willis got drafted. Hell. That's true. And, you know, I I kind of agree with Patton. I think he's going to be a developmental-type player for at least a couple of years and whether or not he, he can adjust. I mean, like I said, you, he's got the one thing you can't coach. I mean, the guy can throw, you know, 180 yards from his knees. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just a matter of can he harness it and can he do – you know, what quarterbacks need to do in the NFL, like we talked about. You know, reading defenses, audibles, you know, make the touch throws, um, throws into tight windows, that kind of thing. So it's, he's a, he's an interesting project heading into the draft. He'll get, he'll get a lot of buzz, though, once he starts throwing at the combine for those that haven't seen his arm strength, you know? Yeah, I, I think I'm just looking, you know, Austin Reed, uh, he's projected to go in front of him in some of these mocks, the quarterback from Western. So, yeah, I'm I'm trying to look and see what uh, the mock I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. He's not in the top 227 picks. Okay, so that would be third round. That'd be sixth or seventh round, right? Yeah, yeah. By the way, in case anybody was wondering, oh, go ahead, Greg. What are you gonna say? No, I I, I know I was just I did home. I just thought I would have seen him higher on the any anywhere on the board, but I don't. By the way, did you see this? Taylor Swift was shown for a grand total of 54 seconds during the CBS broadcast of the Super Bowl. Felt like a lot more, did it not? Yeah, but, I mean, what's a 30-second commercial worth? Seven Six million, million bucks. Seven million? <laughs> so she got $14 million worth. Well, here's what I dig. I, I dig the fact that, and I'm assuming this is around the time or maybe right before she met Travis. Remember they asked her to do the halftime show? She's like, nah, I'm good because it's an unpaid gig. She's like, I don't, I'm good. I don't, you know, I get it. I don't need to, you know, advertise what I do. People know what I do. I, I thought that was a boss move. That was a gangster move. Yeah, it's, why, you know, she, she just didn't feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, but I'm, yeah. you know, yeah. a lot, I mean, Michael Jackson, you know, performed at halftime of the Super Bowl. I mean, well, but he can't, he can't touch Taylor Swift, okay? <laughs> On that note, we will take a break. We got anybody lined up? We got a guest? Or just not that I know of. All right, we'll just jawbone. Yeah, some more. Uh, let me talk, Pogi. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm sure the cavalcade of regular callers will be calling in. Get now them in a chance. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Back with more after this. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Step through the doorway and immerse yourself in a state of total serenity. Welcome to Mokara Spa. Massage therapy, facials, body treatments, and more. Or try one of our signature services. These customizable services combine proven techniques with the latest spa supplements to help relax the body, restore the mind, and soothe the senses. Downtown now has a destination for you to do good things for yourself. 
A gift certificate to Mokara is the perfect present for the loved one in your life. Surprise someone with a trip to Mokara Spa. More information at 761-3600. Complimentary valet parking. Why not treat you and your loved one to a couple's retreat at Mokara? Call to arrange your gift certificates for Valentine's Day. Or simply take five minutes, leave your car with the valet, and stop in. Located at 255th Avenue South, inside the Omni Nashville Hotel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. You have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. This is the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show. I feel bad for Lamar. Not all his fault, but a lot of it's his fault. He just didn't play well. He looked rattled. Bagnolo's done a great job with that defense. Looked rattled. You know, he takes part of the blame, obviously. Zay Flowers takes a lot of the blame. Fumbling at the goal line. That stupid taunting penalty. You can't do that. Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Greg Bogue, John Burton Show on a Tuesday. How's everybody doing out there? Got a little snow last night, but the sun is back out. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. We're presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Greg Pogue joining us from his beautiful home as he gets ready to head up to Cookville, Tennessee State at Tennessee Tech. And, boy, the Big Blue Tigers have been playing awfully well of late, Mr. Pogue. Well, yeah, they've won uh, seven out of eight, and the only one in that stretch was losing at Moorhead State, which is the number one team, or losing here at home, rather, mm-hmm. uh, to the number one team, Moorhead State. Moorhead State's really good. So, yeah, uh, they're the hottest team in the league, three in a row, eight out of nine. And uh, this is this is Coach Penny Collins' best team. There's no doubt about it. we got the uh, women also are playing a lot better as well. Uh, so we got that at uh, 5.15, the women, 5.30 tip-off, and then 7.45 and 8 o'clock, 
uh, for the men tonight, heading up to the right after I get off, and, and let people know what you know. Because I, I did the math. If I would have left the house at seven, you know, it takes me about an hour with traffic, right? Sure. Yeah. And so I come back the other way, and it was snowing last night, and up on the plateau, you just never know, right? Right. Uh, what was what goes there? So I figured that by the time I left here, got to the station, and got back here to go up there, I could have already been up there and halfway back. <laughs> so i had the tsu equipment here the comrex and you see the quality i mean and yeah you know even a knucklehead like, right like me even a knucklehead <laughs> like me can set it up so you know i thought well you know and this is also good to, you know who knows i may uh, i may be a part of the uh, wnsr crew and it's you know that old where's waldo yeah i might just go, take this equipment and goes where's pogo well we, where's yeah, pogi i was gonna say you know we can check in with you from time Time to time, and you can yeah. just hop on, and you know we can jawbone a little bit and catch up, and you know, like you said, where's where's Pogi? Where's Pogi? <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Jack and Madison joins us. Morning, Jack. Morning, you guys. What's up? Well, Greg, I want Greg, I want to call and wish you the best. I moved here in 1990 and started finding my way around national talk radio. That's back when Bill was still in the oak panel study with Bob Bell and. Then I started hearing this kid that was on the radio with Plaster, and I've been following you around ever since. Going to miss you. Well, I, I'm not going, you know, I'm just not going to be at a daily presence. I'm still going to be, you know, my Saturday show here, University Showcase, will go all the way through May, and then hopefully with the return of Prep Football Talk, if they'll have me in the fall, and TSU. You know, something, I, I'm, you know, I, I won't be uh, on WNSR, but uh, except for about 20 hours a week the next two weeks. You know, so yeah, I'm not going to. But thank you, and you know that that little kid wasn't in 1990. He was he was more than a kid at that time. <laughs> so, but thank you very much. I appreciate it. And you know, as far as it goes with their media posture, I'm convinced they're still sweeping up after a big bang. Talk about the I Titans, Jack. Are you talking about yes. the Titans? Okay. Yes, because when I watch that that little piece that she did with Mike Keith, probably not, you know, probably soon enough after it happened that everybody's ears was still ringing. I'm utterly convinced she didn't walk into that room knowing she was going to send send him away. Well, yeah, I mean, it was probably one of those things where, you know, she wanted to gauge where Vrabel was at, what he wanted. I don't think the intention was to fire him, if that's what you mean, but I think she held strong to her convictions and said, no, we're going to do it this way, and you're either on board or you're not. And Vrabel, I think, said, well, I'm not. And so they parted ways. Well, he got himself fired. We've talked about that before, too. I think if he wanted to really, really be here, he really, really still would be. I agree. I mean, let's think about that, right? And so who pushed the envelope which way? And um, I, I and, and Vrabel bet on himself. Uh, do you think he was surprised that he didn't get as much consideration? I don't know that he was ever in a, a finalist position for any of these job openings. Yeah, I would I would imagine he was, you know, mildly surprised, if not more surprised, you know, because every, what did everybody say? Oh, he, you know, he yeah. won't be out of work long. He's a great well, Everybody coach. nationally said Right, that. exactly, exactly. I, I, think he, I think him and Belichick fell into the same brush. People weren't willing to fire half their staff to hire them, right? Especially when they looked at the draft choices and the results that they'd rolled up since supposedly, you know, they took they took the wheels, or in 
Belichick's case after he told Robert Kraft that Tom couldn't play at that level anymore. Right. I think they hung themselves. Thanks for the call, Jack. We appreciate it. Hey, Jack, thanks for the kind of words. Appreciate well, it, man. And, and we've been talking about it all along, Greg and Pat, and just the fact that, you know, these teams want, you know, teams are more general manager driven now, I think, in the NFL, and they want that, here's the word again, collaboration. You know, the days of the, you know, dictator coach that has a lot, if not, you know, all the say in personnel and stuff like that, That's that seems to be dying by the wayside. They want... You know, they want that synergy between head coach and GM, and I've been talking about it all along. You know, I think the Titans needed to have what they have now, which is an organizational flow chart. We'll see how it works, but I think they're better set up for success if all goes well with the current setup. Well, you, you you hit on the flow chart thing, and I agree with that. Well, the flow chart designates who's in charge, right? right. Of every at every level, and who you report to, bubbling up. Well, I don't think the collab. I mean, just the two teams that we just saw play Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Both of them, uh, the coaches are in total control. Uh, with uh, and now you could add John Lynch to that too, with on that side. But certainly, Andy Reid is in total control of his. Um, yeah, but he's earned it. I mean, yeah, well, and that's why Vrabel wanted it. It hadn't earned it. Right. You know, uh, so I don't know. It's it's cyclical. I mean, boy, it didn't take long for Jeff Fisher to when we were at it. Roy's, <laughs> we talk about hiring an offensive coach or a defensive coach. Yeah. Uh, he bristled. That was great. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and, and, but I do understand the component of hiring an offensive coach. And then, because if you hire a defensive coach, theoretically, hey, all right. Vrabel, defensive coach. How many offensive coordinators? He was. How many years was there? Six. Yeah, six. How many? How many offensive coordinators did he have? Um, four. Four. At least three, right? Four. four. Two. The last two wow, years, yeah. Smith, LeFleur, and then uh, and, uh, that's right, Lafleur at first, and yeah. Tim Downing. Kelly, and so and so. You if you have your defensive coach and you hire. The, the hot shot offensive coordinator, he's going to get a head coaching job. But if you hire an offensive coach and that offensive coordinator is the um, the guy they just hired, Callahan, okay, well, Zach Taylor is still running the offense in Cincinnati. And, and, and so I see that component of it is that if you want to hire an offensive guy, you will, your, your offense won't change, although your, pers- your staff might. Well, everybody wants to find the next Sean McVay that, you know, right? Ever since his success with the L.A. Rams, everybody wants to find that young, up-and-coming coordinator guy, get him young, and if they have success, they can stay with your program for a long time. And that's, you know, you know, it's a copycat league, right? It comes and goes in waves. It used to be not that long ago, Greg, and I'm sure you remember, not that long ago, it used to be we need a defensive guy because defense wins championships, but it's an offensive league. And we know that. And, you know, with the Titans, with a young quarterback that they have to continue to develop uh, and they got to get right, which, you know, and he's a young man that has a lot of potential, but he needs, you know, he needs to be coached up, man. Well, because as he goes, so go the Titans. And it's shown, I mean, the Titans know better than anyone probably just how much of a setback it is to not only a quarterback, but a young quarterback. If you're right. constantly changing in and out systems and coordinators, just doesn't work we saw it with marcus mariota did we not absolutely and right now we talked about it greg you said andy reed shanahan both offensive guys the elite teams in this league right now they have their offensive 
schemes in set in stone until their head coach either retires or gets fired, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's huge. Well, and, but although you did see Andy Reid do a little bit more of a flexible thing this year because you know, what was happening wasn't necessarily working. Running the football became more prevalent. Right. Um, I, I just and this is also too. You, you're talking about Will Levis is now going to be on his fourth offensive coordinator in four years, right? Yeah. The last two at Kentucky. Right. And uh, the first two here now, right? Last year and this coming year. So he's going to have a different offensive coordinator four years in a row. Right. And it's hard to develop quarterbacks. I mean, we've seen a lot of young quarterbacks struggle because of that. You know, we just talked about Marcus Mariota, you know, going through it with my team with Daniel Jones. Now his ability to stay healthy is also a factor there as well. Um, but – you know, when you're constantly having to learn a new offense and new verbiage and nomenclature every year, you know, it's, you know, it's difficult. And people are sitting there like, well, why is he struggling? You know, well, <laughs> you know, when you when you have to learn a new offense year to year and, and like you said, I mean, it's a whole it's a whole different animal. And a lot of times, you know, you adapt better to some things than others. So hopefully Levis will be able to adjust and adapt and learn this new offense. And I'm sure Callahan will do everything he can to try to make things as easy for him as possible. Let's go to the phones. Yeah, nomenclature, a Vanderbilt word. That's right, man. Yeah, How many brothers you know on the radio saying nomenclature? Let's go to Tony in Nolensville. Good morning, Tony. (laughs) Good morning, guys. Good morning, John. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Greg. Hello, Tony. History, it's history, you know. I immersed, you know, when I when I came here in the eighties, late eighties, I just immersed myself in the because I'm, you know, and JB, you're the same way, Pat. Local, local is always in my mind where you've got. If you can't handle the local, why are you talking about the national? Yeah, no doubt about it. That's true, but I am looking forward to our discussion that we're going to have starting next week and. uh, our connections that we've had the past few years. So uh, the show will continue in a very positive way, I'm sure. Um, guys, did y'all notice during the uh, Super Bowl, anytime there was a slight skirmish or pushing and shoving, all these referees that were coming from the sidelines? Yeah, there were. somebody was talking about that, Tony. There were a lot of extra officials on both sidelines. Um I don't know if it was necessary. Yeah, I don't know if it was necessarily for that reason, but yeah, there were a lot well, of extra officials there. Every time you saw there. a skirmish, John, you saw. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw I what mean, you I saw. I think they were really watching. 
watching for that. Yeah, and other stuff, I guess, but, uh, you know, extra eyes there because you notice there weren't a lot of penalties called in this game, guys. You so know? let me hear this right. Uh, so, not in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Let me, I, I got to ask That's a question, true. so I didn't notice that. So you're telling me that a, a, outside of the officiating crew, what is that, nine members, I think? Game day uh, officials. Yes, they have other officials standing on the sideline to come in for skirmishes. I've never heard of that. Yeah, they weren't wearing stripes. They they had like black shirts on. They they weren't. And they would come onto the field. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. Wow. Yes, sir. Yeah. And they did it. I didn't. I didn't. I missed that. I I missed that. Yeah. And uh, some of them even had John, like the big bags, like uh, you know the. Uh, ball holders that hold the special kicking balls, uh-huh. they had those bags on their backs, too. And uh, I'm like, what is going on? You know, what did they anticipate here for all this to be like this? Hey, you never know, and, man. Uh, <laughs> you you never know. And uh, But I did see that, and I didn't. I had never heard, heard uh, too many people talk of that, and I wanted to bring that up. And one other thing I wanted to bring up, yesterday, Darren, we were, Darren and I was talking, and Justin, Darren seemed to think that everybody was well aware of the new overtime rule. I disagree. 49ers weren't. uh, Right. I think, and I think that's on the coach. Yeah. Justin Ustek said, he said, I was still under the impression you go down and score a touchdown. The game's over. You're right. That is on the coach. And, and that is the coach not updating players on the changes. And I, I saw that, but, you know, I just think, I, I think there was a lot of people, including players, and who knows, maybe some coaches, that were totally unaware of this, the you know, the Super Bowl playoff changes or the changes in the playoff uh, scoring for the overtime and that it might possibly even go back to another another quarter if it had been tied again. So, well, Andy Reid and Andy Reid knew it. They had practiced it, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's well. And you yeah, heard the crowd after the Forty ers had won the toss. You heard a big roar, like like you usually do in, mm-hmm. in, in usual overtime overtime rules. Right. Could you imagine the right. the scene after if the Forty ers went to march down and scored, and you had players celebrating <laughs> right. like they just won the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tony, thanks for the call. We appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. All right, yeah, I know it was. I mean, Shanahan basically said he didn't, he wasn't aware of the rules. And so that's on him. You know, you're the head coach. Yeah. You got to know that stuff. All right. We'll take a break. If you want to call us? Please do. 615-844-5600. Greg Pogue, John Burton Show, Nashville Sports Radio. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Attention business owners, WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. 
Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039, 615-844-1039, or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. Time for another moment in black history. And today we spotlight sports legends like Frederick Fitz Pollard. In 1919, Frederick Pollard became one of the first African-Americans to play. In the NFL, one year after making his debut, Prince led his Akron pros to the first ever NFL championship. The following year, Pollard became a player coach with the same team and in effect became the first black head coach in the NFL. This moment in black history brought to you by Sylvester Armour and Armour Realty. As empty nesters, finding a real estate agent wasn't hard, but became difficult. A church member, my sorority sister, <laughs> and my neighbor's son all were agents. While playing golf, my husband met Sylvester, and our search ended. We were highly impressed by his knowledge of the Nashville real estate market, his 25 years of experience in hundreds of properties sold. Call Sylvester Armour with Armour Realty at 615-485-9211 or armorrealtors.com. That's 615-485-9211. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's a Bill King show. This Nick Saban topic is so interesting. I was thinking about the future, the new teams that the SEC and the B1G are bringing in and the Big 12, the 12-team playoff, the lawlessness, the constant change. But now we enter the next playing portion without Nick Saban. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Call or text the Greg Bogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show at 615-844-5600. Great to have you with us on a Tuesday. Greg Bogue, John Burton Show. John Burton, Pat and Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. Greg at his palatial estate, Pogue Manor, as he uh, gets ready to head up to Cookville. We've got Tennessee Tech hosting Tennessee State tonight. OVC men's and women's action. College basketball heating up, and it's going to get a lot more attention now that football's done, Bogey. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. March is especially, right, my favorite time of the month sports-wise. And, you know, you get to see all those drippy masters, you know, yeah. promotions. A tradition unlike any other. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that tells you spring's right around the corner, right? In Greg, theory. I got one question for you. The, all of right. Of course, you're leaving us Friday. Um of course, March Madness around the corner. Will you fill out a bracket with us? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll fill out one. Yes. Get one going. You know, we will get I one going, to. and we will have, I'm sure, no problems getting uh, Darren and Justin's uh, <laughs> bracket in. Yeah. 
Well, you know. Greg, you can yeah. chase him down for us if you want. Yeah, exactly. No, he, yeah. he found. He found. Oh, he, he, oh, found he found me. Oh, dude, he found you, man. <laughs> yeah, I, dude, that was. And all these years, years of doing a show with you, that might have been the most memorable moment. When <laughs> you well, were, tell the people what we're talking about. Well, you know, we wanted everybody, all the hosts here, to, to fill out brackets, and Justin hadn't filled his out yet. And you were like, you were calling him out on the air. You're like, come on, Justin, what are you, a sissy? Or what are you, a wimp? You don't want to put your, your picks in or whatever? <laughs> and by God. Apparently he heard, he, he heard that part of the broadcast, and we're on the air, and I look up. And there he is in the doorway, just staring a hole right through you. And he kind of threw his bracket sheet at you. He's like, there, you happy now? Dude, I thought he was going to kick your ass. <laughs> oh, and he could. Because <laughs> I, I, I hadn't seen Justin in a while, and I forgot what a big, strong dude that guy now, is. Now, he's lost, what, 60, Yeah, he looks say? great. He looks 70 great. Pounds? Yeah, but yeah, he's really still a good. big, you know, yeah. intimidating dude, sweetheart of a guy, but he's, you know, he was just he was staring at you like say something say something I dare you I was like and you know me I'm an idiot I was laughing you know? so it was, yeah I did I think it was I think it was halfway pissed and halfway showbiz yeah, yeah it was great it was great it was a uh, it was you were you were here for that right oh Matt? yeah oh yeah. yeah that was that was definitely a memorable moment I was Is there, glad I was over here I was long far I was far away from Justin yeah. right where I want to be. So we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get to this as the week goes along, but is there a memorable moment since you and I have been doing the show together? I know yeah, you week, and Joe the had weeks some great you went, the, week, the weeks you went on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know the day Joe – what happened? Joe, Joe broke a chair one day, right, oh, on air? Oh, he fell down in the – yeah, underneath. We've got that sound in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, where he, uh-huh. <laughs> Do you have that patent? I will uh, try and get that for the next second. Yeah, there, if he were on the air, and I look over there, and he had been, he had had a pin fall on the floor, and and he leaned over, and the chair squirted out from behind him, and he's flopping around on the floor like a big fish out of water, and sweating, and all this stuff, and <laughs> and and he broke the chair, and he's on, and you hear him just trying to get up, banging his head on the table, and he just, you know, it, it was. <laughs> I, I I would have thought it was this was nine thirty in the morning. You thought it was two a.m. Okay, just the way he was rope flopping around. But yeah, I don't know. Just you know, getting the early part of um, coming back uh, to WNSR and and getting Vince Gill to come on every Friday for like three or four years in a row, and then yeah. and, and then Steve Cropper, but. The you know just getting you know the most important I don't, I don't want to go to but it is I've said this so many of my friends I've met through this you know through WNSR and my work there I mean mm-hmm. you know I'm getting ready to go have lunch after you know the show I'm going up to Cookville stop all the way have lunch with Hillbilly you know and and, and so yeah it's um that's the thing is just all the people I've met the friendships I've met and I've tried to you know everybody said well. I try to be me because, quite frankly, I don't know how to be anything else. Right? Right. So, why, you know, that's all I got. But thank you. Oh, I do want to remind people Friday, uh, Strike and Spare just been such a great friend of, of ours and, and the station and certainly our shows and, and with the studio sponsorship and everything. And uh, uh, we'll be out there, Tusculum, Strike and Spare, Dolansville Pike. Uh, come hang out. And then at 11, I'm going to feed everybody. So, there. Yeah, we're gonna get some lunch and hang out for a little bit. I'm gonna hang yeah. out for as long as I can, and uh, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, it'll be a good turnout. We'll get some uh, 
good fellowship there and say goodbye. Not goodbye to the pokester. You're not yeah. leaving. You're just shifting duties and responsibilities. That's the biggest thing. Well, right? yeah, it's yeah. If Friday's my last day uh, on a daily, yet then on Saturday I'll be on WNSR six hours. Right. So my most memorable moment, I think, was the interview, the picking with the pickers interview we did with Paul McCartney's stepmom. That wow. was that was unbelievable. <laughs> I Essentially, his mother, right? Right, yes. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, um, she, you know, she married Mr. McCartney uh, yeah. after his his uh, mother passed away. But well, uh, yeah, and we talk, and she's talking about uh, Paul McCartney's bowels. Yeah, how are your bowels, Sonny? <laughs> now she was what in her early nineties. Yeah, when she spoke yeah. to us, and sharp as a whip. Out of, I mean, yeah, out in she's in L.A. and living the living the life. She's still with us. I, 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 I'm, I'm I gathering bricks. Yeah, wow, I wonderful! Would not know. God but, bless her, and God yeah, bless you, that. Greg Pogue. Oh, well, thank you, John. All right, we'll come back and wrap up the show after this. <clears throat> oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize! You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of seventy-five thousand dollar winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Game from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. 
This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. We're all signed up for a new class called analytic. We're going to have to learn these terms because it's not only going to be the head coach, it's going to trickle down through his staff. They're going to start using these terms, and that's not a horrible thing. Welcome to 2024. Things are going to be a whole lot different around here when it comes to Titans football. Sound very different. Will it look different? That's the plan. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. Wrapping up a Tuesday morning program. Uh, we'll be at Strike and Spare on Friday for Greg's last day on this show. But again, you'll hear him. Tusculum, right? Tusculum Strike and Spare. Yep, on Friday. Yep. yep. Uh, this afternoon or evening, uh, 5.15 pregame, 5.30 uh, the tip-off for the women. Uh, Lady Tigers TSU at Tennessee Tech, and then the men game, 7, 45, 8 o'clock, thereabouts, uh, after the end of the first one. So, heading up to Cookville. Love Cookville. They had a big day for the Titans tomorrow. They're going to formally introduce their offensive and defensive coordinators. Nick Holtz, offensive coordinator. Denard Wilson, defensive coordinator. So, uh, we'll get to talk to them and uh, meet with them for the first time. So, that'll, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I don't know about the. I know Holtz has some pedigree, but also there, you know, obviously the long-standing friendship between Callahan and Holtz. We'll see about that. Denard Wilson um, was hired by Fisher in L.A. Hmm. and you know, so um, thinks very highly of him. So should be interesting. I keep saying Denard Wilson sounds like a, a you know a, a a guy that you know plays a character on a. 70s sitcom. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Denard, I would say, is the more highly touted, I, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, of the candidates. Uh, Nick Holtz, I mean, doesn't bring a whole lot of excitement in. But then again, what uh, he's going to do things, of course. He's going to structure the offense. But in terms of play calling, I mean, that that's going to all be Callahan. But very excited for Denard Wilson. Interested to see his kind of – Coaching style, specifically in the secondary, which is what he worked on in Baltimore, a very aggressive group. I wonder if he brings that aggression to the Titans because forever it was 10-yard cushions on third and 12, and you'd see them giving up a lot. Now, the X plays can be one thing, but interested to see how that plays out for uh, Denard Wilson. Yeah, you know, is he a big is he a big blitzer or is he, you know, is he a bend but don't break type of right. guy? That kind of situation because, you know, he's a secondary coach who's never been a DC before, right. not at this level, correct? Nope. nope. Yeah. So. And you know, offensive coordinator, look, it's Callahan's offense. Yeah. He just needs somebody to come in and just, you know, implement it and just filter what he wants to do down to the players and like I said, it's all about develop the continued development of Will Levis. I mean, that's the key to the whole operation. Tell you what, I could get used to doing this show just rolling out of bed. I, I would say I can, picture, style, I, can, I can picture the scene right now: you and your boxers and in a tank top, <laughs> and just you know sitting on the couch, a little cup of coffee, maybe a little you know little bacon, egg, and cheese sando, just chilling. I have a I have my Hugh Hefner robe on. <laughs> <laughs> Your smoking jacket? Yeah, my smoking jacket. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just, I am so happy. I think my wife gave our uh, 
uh, our dogs downers uh, because they haven't barked in two hours. They they that's a, that's an up that's a new record. So. <laughs> That would have just added to it if your dogs were just like going crazy and barking in the oh, background. I get them in here. I'll get them in here barking for you if you want me to as we go out the door, just to prove I can. It's your week, Greg. You do whatever you want to do. No, man. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got uh, Tennessee Tech, Tennessee State tonight. Looking forward to that. Predators hosting the New Jersey Devils tonight. They need that two points to keep pace in a wild card chase in the Western Conference. We got Vanderbilt hosting Texas A and M. Love to see the Commodores get an upset. Don't think they will. Give me a win, Jerry. Yeah, come on, Jerry. All right, well, Greg, safe travels to Cookville, my man, and uh, have a good call tonight. We'll be listening right here on WNSR. I'll see you back in the studio tomorrow morning. All right, there he goes, Greg Pogue. Enjoy him while you can, folks, because after Friday, you're stuck with me and Pat and Cook. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) McFarland's coming up 2-4. to They welcome your phone calls, and they mean it. We're back tomorrow. Everybody back in studio. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening. Jim Rome is next.